Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. But first, let's have a look at the main business stories in the newspapers and websites. And with me, as usual on a Friday, is Aidan Donnelly from Davy Stockbrokers. Good morning, Aidan. Good morning, Joe. How are you? We've done the week, Aidan. We've done the week. <laughs> I've uh, just come back from St. Andrews where I had a wonderful time and it was great to broadcast a show from there, from the Open. I would have stayed the whole weekend, uh, but the I'm expenses bill for News Talk. I'm surprised you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, we're back and we're rounding up the week. And let's start with a story, Aidan, um, in the Wall Street Journal. The payments giant, run by two Irishmen, uh, Stripe, last valued at $95 billion, has written down its internal value by something like 28%. Yeah, I suppose this isn't that much of a surprise, given what we've seen in the market so far, particularly for these high growth companies. If you, if you look in the public markets, we've probably seen a lot of companies who fall into this category, seeing anywhere from 60 to 80% wiped off the value of their of their, their, their market cap. So this is a story that uh, the Stripe has taken down their internal um, share price from about $40 from, from the, in, the previous internal valuation down to 29 We have been hearing things uh, over the last couple of months from many of the, the big investors in names like this, uh, pr- private equity companies, and they've all been taking their valuations down as well in terms of their own uh, own funds. So it's not that much of a surprise. And, and uh, you know, we've had other examples. Klarna Bank, which is one of Europe's most valuable startups, raised money uh, recently, and that, that was at an 80% lower than the, the price tag this time last year. So we've, we've as you said, we've seen a huge amount of volatility in markets, particularly in these high growth spaces. So it's, it's not that surprising. Yeah, and yet it's, it's a reminder that some of these valuations on paper can be wildly off the mark. And as you said, Klarna uh, written off uh, nearly 85% of the previous value that their, their book value was. Um, but yeah, something to watch out for that, you know, don't, don't think because you're not listed means that we can't give you an accurate valuation. You're only valued um, as much as the market will pay for your shares. Um, the Irish Examiner... Uh, yeah, Irish Examiner Aidan says that the catering firm SSP is doing all right. Yes, yeah, certainly is. And the, the Irish link here is that Patrick Coveney, who, who was the um, Green Corps chief executive, moved over jo- recently to join there as, um, as CEO. And what they're basically saying for people who don't know this company, it's the, it's, it's the, the ones that run the upper crust uh, kiosks in, in railway stations and airports, particularly in the UK. And not surprising with the rapid recovery in travel, um, they've seen a substantial pickup in sales and profit margins uh, over the course of this year. And, and they're, what they're saying is that they're probably going to be at the top end of forecast. But there is a bit of a sting in the tail here. And they're, and they're saying that cost pressures and inflationary pressures uh, are, are coming to bear very, very quickly. So the, I suppose two things that, that, that they're calling out is obviously one, the, there is the, the issues in airports and airport disruptions and also the industrial actions across a lot of, of um, railways, railways in, in the UK could lead to problems later on this year. Um, but probably more importantly, like with many, many um, businesses, is labour shortages. They can't get people to, to, to operate and to work in, in, in their zones and where they are. They've had to, to increase 
um, wages, etc., to, to 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 keep a pace of that. So, on the one hand, sales are good, but 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 there is an issue with the the costs and potentially a bigger issue with the costs as we go through the rest of this year. Yeah, especially uh, when companies have so-called low-skilled labour requirements, i.e. you might not need a degree to work there, um, that that is proving to be a real issue. Whereas previously, or in previous downturns, the labour shortages were for um, white-collar workers with you know major qualifications. Uh, so in many ways, this you know inflationary crisis is actually quite a good equalisation uh, of the wages, isn't it, Aidan? Absolutely, yeah, and and certainly if you if you look to the well the, the where the, the data tends to be very good in the US, what we've actually seen is that low income quartile do particularly well because because of the shortages in jobs, they're getting better jobs than they would normally look for, which means they're getting more yeah, a, a higher wage per hour and working more hours because again in this thing you tend to get kind of zero hour contracts where right now nobody's operating on a zero hour or very few people um, are, are trying to get jobs on zero hours because there just isn't the availability of labour. Yeah. Now let's move on to macroeconomic stuff. Um, the Irish Times are talking about the European Commission um, kind of knocking the averages off kilter when it comes to EU GDP figures. Yeah, this again, this could shouldn't come as a surprise, but but obviously, and uh, with everything that's going on in uh, Europe at the minute, when you look at the growth rates that are coming through for the for the Irish economy, um, we are well above what those growth rates are in, in in the rest of the European Commission, and as a result, we're kind of knocking the averages off. Now, this all the time comes to the same issue that we talk about uh, in terms of there really being two economies in Ireland. There's the international, or, or uh, you know, the the multinational enterprises operating here and then there's the domestic economy and the domestic economy is certainly probably more akin to what we're seeing in the rest of Europe but the strength of the multinationals has always been something that uh, has uh, bailed us out in the past. The other interesting point I suppose is that the Commission pointing out that the, the, the foreign old multinationals have become so large in Ireland that it's affecting the, the standard national accounts and also probably increasing the, the potential volatility of the economy uh, to shocks as, as we go forward. So it's it's one on the one hand, it is good news now. It's just, I suppose, sending a note of caution into the future that, you know, these can be much more volatile. Yeah, ever since Ireland posted a GDP number for the year uh, for 2015 of 26%, uh, GDP has kind of been uh, discounted as a measure yeah. of, of the... Uh, uh, and was it called leprechaun economics or what was, what was the, the description one, yeah. for it, Aidan? Yeah, yeah. yeah. leprechaun so, economics. Uh, yeah, G- GNI uh, might be a better measure. But even the domestic economy is still set to grow by more than 4% this year. And I think um, Britain would kill for growth of 4%. Uh, this year. Uh, moving to the markets, uh, Aidan. JP Morgan Chase, uh, profits were down substantially. Yeah, look, the, the, the numbers themselves, the, the share price was very weak yesterday. But actually, if you look at the, the core results and the outlook, well, it, it wasn't too bad. Um, we've seen the core results were, were pretty good. Um, they had lowered the bar a little bit going into this. But they're seeing strong net interest income growth and loan growth trends. And while there was a, a substantial increase in the um, loan loss provisions of $428 million, 
actually that's not too bad given where we are in in the cycle so credit costs aren't really too too bad um in in that context there was two things that probably disappointed the market a little bit uh, we did see weakness in investment banking fees and again with the the turmoil that's gone on in markets we haven't seen the amount of ipos coming through or mergers and acquisitions so to see investment banking fees down wasn't that much of a surprise and then the other thing that that people question is they um they have decided to suspend their their buyback and again this isn't a surprise coming out of the last set of stress tests in the us they were probably one of the the the, the, the companies that needed to to improve a little bit and as a result, they've suspended the buyback just to to get equity levels back up again, and and of course that makes that makes perfect sense. But actually, if you look at it, there's an awful lot of the um, uh, analysts on Wall Street are, are are bringing their numbers up for the next uh, for the remainder of this year and and into next year. And uh, very very briefly, quite a few banks are reporting today. Yeah, huge amount of banks today. So you've got things like uh, Wells Fargo, Citigroup, US Bank Corp, Bank of New York, State Street. So th- there's probably going to fall into a few a few areas. Citigroup will be very similar. We'll see similar trends to, to to JP Morgan, given the diverse nature of their book. The the regional banks. So you're looking at US Bank Corp and and, and Wells Fargo and PNC. And um, the big issue here is going to be a- a- around weak fee trends. So so non-interest income um, is going be an issue here but again people will be looking to see what is the state of the consumer how what is their balance sheets looking like what's their lending right. looking like credit cards so very key yeah what the consumer is going to do is going to kind of point the direction of the economy for the rest of the year thank you so much aiden that's aiden donnelly uh, with us as usual on a friday morning breakfast business with enterprise ireland on news talk